Hello, and welcome to the Community IT Innovators Technology Topics Podcast, where we discuss nonprofit technology, cybersecurity, tech project implementation, strategic planning, and nonprofit IT careers. Find us at communityit.com. Hello, um, my name is Carolyn, and I am interviewing today William Maxwell, who is um, at Community IT. And William, would you like to introduce yourself and uh, how long you've been at Community IT? Oh, well, my name is William. Uh, I've been at Community IT for almost 22 years. It'll be 22 years in February. Um, what is your job title? I, uh, I think I'm a senior engineer. <laughs> I've been just about everything. So it's whatever they decide to call me now. What are your responsibilities? Uh, a lot of things. Uh, I'm uh, mainly on the advanced support engineering team. So that means uh, I do a little bit of scheduled support, a little bit of escalation, which is when we have high, when pro problems get really get, are hard, when they're hard, difficult, or time consuming. Um, so do you have a typical day? What what happens do on I, a typical day? No, I don't really have a typical day, but I do have clients I'm responsible for. So I usually check in and work on some of their some of their uh, issues. And it's usually like I have a good number of what we call um, co-managed IT, where our clients have uh, their own IT department and we're just helping them uh, help support their own their own staff. So it's usually escalated stuff from them as well. Like, oh, I looked at this, it took five, it, I thought it was this, but that didn't work. Can you take a look? And um, I was like, oh, okay, no problem. So, so you're like reinforcements, maybe yes. additional resources. Exactly, reinforcements. What's the best thing about your job at Community IT? I like work the clients. I love working with nonprofits. It makes me feel, it may, helps me sleep at night when I know that the work I'm doing is helping some is help is indirectly helping the homeless get homes or um, law and policy being made for children's rights. Like, I just love the our diverse set of clients that we work with and be able to support them so they don't have to think about the technology, they can think about their mission. Um, what's something about your job? Um, that we probably don't know about what a senior engineer does. Oh, I mean. Or some uh, skill that you have that a senior engineer needs that you the, wouldn't have thought. A lot of it is being able to learn new stuff, just learning new stuff. I mean, there's all sorts of planning involved, but usually I'll get something that's like, well, can you take a look at this? And it's something I've never looked at before. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then uh, be able to dive in and be able to figure out what your client or my coworkers or my colleagues need and just figure it out, um, get, the, get the job. There's a good, a, bit, a good bit of getting the job done, technically wise anyway. Well, because it sounds like if it gets escalated to you, it's already a pretty complicated, maybe unusual yep. problem. But I, I also occasionally get new stuff tossed like, oh, well, this client was interested in um, this thing for their SQL database. And like, I, I don't know anything about database, but I'll, I'll see what I can do. And it's usually that's when I, I pull out my Scotty or my, my Star Trek Scotty 
hat and was like, oh, I don't know if I could do it, but then I figure something out uh-huh. and save the day. <laughs> because Scotty, LaForge, any of those great engineers from Star Trek. That's right. That's right. I, I get a sense you might be a Trekkie. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I'm going to take you back to back in time. You said oh, it's okay. almost 22 years. Yep. Do you remember when you applied to community IT and what it was about community IT that made you want to apply and made you accept the job? Honestly, it was an IT job. At the time, I had just graduated from miscellaneous uh, trade school C, and I was looking for an IT job. And the first couple of jobs was like phone support uh, or uh, it was phone support and then cable install tech. So I was like, oh, but then my brother's friend was like, hey, we, I work for an IT company. We're looking for good people. And he kept encouraging me to apply till I did. I was like, oh, maybe I get an, an, IT, an actual IT job I get. And it's one of those fell in love after like, oh, y'all do what? Really? Oh, I didn't know these things existed. So that that's why you applied. Do you have any insight into what it was about you that made you a good fit for community IT? Like from the other side, why did they hire you? I have no idea. I think I think there's a, a little bit of a Jonas Equa or something about it that uh, is like, eh, I think he'll work, but I, I also feel like the wanting to the technical part was there and like knowing that it was a they do certain work with nonprofits and like and I was like I'll give it a shot I like it better than my current job so I can't really say what they what people saw in me but you know I was excited to I was excited to be there I think I liked the size of the company a little bit better and I felt I think I liked that aspect of it it kind of felt like it was a small or a bunch of bunch of people doing IT see what happens well, and it sounds like right from the start, it was clearly going to be more challenging and intellectually challenging than some of the other jobs you were looking oh, yeah. at. There was, there was less, there was less bureau, there was less red tape. I think the last, the job I had before the, the, I don't know, whoever was in charge was not interested in anything else about me other than don't mess up. And I felt a difference just going into the interview that it was a little bit it was more than just this is not just a job these are not just people these are people we're going to hang out work with closely so they need to be actual nice people so I saw some attention to detail I feel like there was some attention to that with uh and that was 20 years ago that must have been Dave Deal uh-huh he saw something must be so my next question is, that was 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about what it is about community IT that has kept you uh, here? Mm. Well, it's the same reason why I like, I like here, not being here. It's like we're supporting, non, we're, we're supporting nonprofits and it's not just that alone because it also, you also have a bunch of other great people that are here for the same reason. Like they wanna support nonprofits. 
So to be able to support nonprofits with people that want to support nonprofits that are great people all by themselves. Like we're, we're, we're the geeky parts, we're the not geeky parts. We have a whole everything and we can just come together, support each other and have fun together while we do our work. So, and it's, and it's uh, how I would like a consulting company to be is like, no one's hoarding information. Everyone's willing to share, teach and grow because we're trying to help our clients at the end of the day, not ourselves. So that, that's why I'm still here. And like, I get to, to help the people with, um, with the people. I want to kind of go back to that question of um, for for technology jobs, um, there's a lot of emphasis on certifications and maybe some coursework. Um, if you were talking to yourself, you know, back in high school, college about the kind of career you have now where you sound very satisfied and happy with what you do, are there any things that you would tell, you know, a high school person or college person today that would help them get ready for a job like community IT or maybe help them consider a work in nonprofit technology instead of going off to like a huge company that um, that does technology at a huge scale just knowing I would I would like to know a little bit more about how nonprofits work like the technology will come if you have a technically like you can learn the methods and the steps to learn things you can get comfortable with technology but knowing the how to talk to and communicate with nonprofits may be and unlike just even even if it's a minor in nonprofit management or how or just doing an internship at a nonprofit organization so you know how they do things that will help immensely in a nonprofit IT career just knowing that's like, it's not the same. We don't have endless budgets and be able to be adaptable and flexible with, with your solutions. Um, so my next question is that, um, uh, you know, tech support has a lot of stereotypes. Are there um, some stereotypes that are fair, some that are unfair? Is there something that um, makes someone good at providing tech support that might not be a personality tra trait we might necessarily associate with tech support? Hmm. Um, for the most part, I feel like it needs, there's, there's uh, patience is needed and being flexible, but a lot of that is tech support in general. Um, I think you, I think to be honest, you need it. You need that. That's some of the stuff that's played down in tech support. I like, a lot of times the stereotype is more technical, less support. And I think for not for the nonprofits, it needs to be more support, less technical, or at least you can be as technical as you want, but make sure the support, the customer support part is, is uh, good, really good. Yeah, that makes sense. You got to have all that stuff you need to be uh, patient, you know, be able to adapt to a solution as you need, especially with nonprofits and the budget. They don't always have, uh, they may not have to be able to afford the most expensive fix or even the proper fix. So there's the, the fix and the one that works, what works. So being able to settle in your, settle in yourself that that's okay. Like, okay, this is what works for their budget point and not be locked into, but, but, but the expensive thing, this will do the trick and be perfect. 
Oh, one other thing. Don't um do not be too worried if they don't listen to your listen to your recommendations. Yeah. Why is that? Because they, they have a budget and they have so many things going on. What you, as long as you are solid in your recommendations and you believe it, if they don't listen to you, you have to be able to get over that too. Because it may come, it may come back around later, it may not, because sometimes it doesn't fit and they don't always tell you. And I think that's more of a consulting tip than if you're on IT staff. But like if I made a recommendation for them to replace something, they're like, oh, we can't afford to do it right now. But I know they really need to do it right now. It's like, but nothing I can do with it. You can't spend what you don't have. And when the time comes and that server needs to replace later, like it'll get replaced eventually. Yeah. That sounds like a good life skill as well to be able to take it when someone doesn't take your advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, what would you, that kind of leads to my next question, which is um, you sound very, um, satisfied at in your your job and your position um if you knew someone who is working in technology and maybe isn't getting a lot of support or isn't at a place that is a good fit for what they want to be doing or where they want their career to go do you have any advice on on where they can go for support Mm. i guess the for that um, it, there's a few, I guess there's a few resources, but I think the important thing is to, to know why you're working there. Why are you working in the field? Like, cause where you, where you want to go next is, is, could be anywhere. I mean, there's like, just like there's a bunch of different commercial companies, there's still a bunch of different nonprofit companies, you know, some are more, are more family oriented, like everybody's family and you and, you know, you have a more relaxing environment. Others are more corporate. Like they still, they'll feel just like a for-profit company. You're like, wait, did I, where did I work now? So knowing why, why knowing why you're in the field, um, what areas, like it's, I think it's something that you might, might find helpful is what areas that you, of nonprofit do you like? Cause there's like fields, like, do you like creating law and policy? And like, it's more like Congress adjacent. Or do you like the direct service organizations that are helping people directly or, you know, somewhere in between there's some community-based organizations and knowing what you like to help, or if you have a, your own passion to help out, like look for places like that, that will support you in that area. Cause technology, technology support people are always needed somewhere. But- I feel like in my own experience in nonprofits and um, I'm sure you've seen this at, at clients and through your career there, I, you often run into people they used to call the accidental techie oh, yeah. of the people who kind Tired of fall of into a technology role and maybe don't, um, maybe have a little aptitude or maybe don't have any aptitude at all. Like they're not really technology oriented people, but for some reason they have this role and often, as we were talking about, nonprofits have difficulty prioritizing budget and staff for IT. So do you have any advice for people like that that have kind of fallen into a technology role at a nonprofit? Um, of course, they can always call us. <laughs> <laughs> I think first and foremost, figure out if this is something you like or want to keep doing. I think once once you know, if, you, if you're an accidental techie, but you're like, 
oh wow i didn't realize i love this and then you can go to some of the other parts and you know try to find more resources to learn more and keep in touch and maybe depending on where you're working they may support you learning more to be tech to help with the technology um but yeah um if you if you want to do it then yeah there's places like TechSoup. i think that's still what they're calling themselves mm -hmm. that have lots of resources for nonprofit technology people in whatever location they are and i know we've got a few resources on our website to help figure out things but um, just knowing if just pursue I was like you, you in my opinion um, it's the not it's more about wanting to be in nonprofit technology than the certifications and the degrees it's, as long as you have the heart into it then everything else will work itself out and you can find yourself a, a good technology job without having to spend a lot of money to look like you, you have you can get a good technology job that i love sense. that i love that so you've been at community it for almost 22 years when people ask you what you do what what do you say how do you describe what your job is um the quick and easy happy hour one would be uh operational it and when i still get the confusing looks i say it's the stuff you don't worry about until it's broken <laughs> And that, that pretty much gives it, oh, okay. Because I find in DC, there's still a the lot of the, what, who are you and what can, what can you do for me? And I was like, that's not usually why I'm there. And I just, that's like, once they figure it out, oh, okay, cool. And they move on to whatever. They just want to see if I'm help them with their web pages. Right, right. <laughs> But no, fam, I think that's a good one for family and other people. Like they're trying to figure out what kind of IT, what what's IT. Because a lot of, I think we've run into this a lot too, is there, there's a lot of things that get, that get categorized as IT now. Anything from app developers to like web programmers. And Digital media. It, yeah. and like, you know, sometimes your job gets classified as, as technology. And it's so, so sometimes hard for people to figure out what you do, but no matter what you do, you probably always get called to help somebody fix their computer. It's like, oh, you're in computers, right? Yep. <laughs> William, thank you so, so much for, for talking with me today. This is just, um, it was wonderful to talk to you. It's fun. Thank you. Thanks. Community IT does these free webinars and podcasts for our community, and we love sharing our knowledge and experience. If you have more questions or are having trouble with your IT at your nonprofit, please get in touch with us on our website, www.communityit.com, so we can start a conversation or schedule an assessment. Downloading any of our free resources there will get you signed up for our webinar reminders, and you can attend our next webinar in real time and ask our experts your own questions. If you love podcasts, please subscribe and leave us a rating to help others find this leadership resource for nonprofits.